Hey, welcome to Morning Oddities, a short form podcast from uh, from me, Colton, and, and, and that guy, Jackson. Um, I just pointed at a screen as if you this all could see Jackson. him. This guy, Jackson. Maybe you can. Yeah, I don't know. We're still figuring that I, out. <laughs> if you can see me right now, if we decide to post a video on this episode... <laughs> Maybe not a good idea because you can probably you probably already noticed that I am not using my typical microphone, my uh, cord. If you've been listening, it's been going out yeah. on this show and on the pod, Odd Drunk Pod, <laughs> and it's finally given up on life. Uh, so I'm just recording raw with my gaming headset, but I am ordering the cord I need right now. For my Yeti. Because yep. good thing about living in the city, I can order something off of Amazon and like have it the next day because there's a distribution center. So oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I can weird. literally have this tomorrow. <laughs> I ordered because uh, here in uh, Durango, we have an Amazon warehouse now. Oh, and, really? Um, and uh, I ordered. Um, it probably made a lot of people. I ordered a pocket knife on Amazon. A few weeks ago and it was like they gave you the option of oh have it delivered wednesday for free or thursday you pay seven dollars to have or the opposite you can pay seven dollars to have uh it delivered um slightly earlier and it ended up showing up like three days before the premium delivery option uh said it would nice nice that's always nice but i just ordered a cord so be back to a good microphone for the Odd Drunk Podcast. No one will even know nice. anything happened. I won't even have to talk about it. I won't. We're just we're just gonna pretend this Dude, never happened. I'm gonna make a morning oddities one, but I, I like the background idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that looks nice. I can do anything. Um, but, uh, <laughs> planning on getting a little green screen, one that like connects to your gaming chair. Oh yeah, so I can have a portal one. Portable one behind me. Anyways, yeah, good morning, all of you oddities. Uh, we've got some odd things to talk about, usually, sometimes. <laughs> um, I recently saw... Saw... Yeah. X. I saw X last night. Saw 10. Nice. I watched the movie Saw X, or Saw 10, depending... Uh, I don't know. That's the Roman numeral, so you can call it either <laughs> way, I guess. Saw X sounds cooler. Saw 10 sounds like, wow, they made too many of these. Way too many. Uh, but I come with um, as a bearer of good news, actually. Well, good and bad. Is for better or for worse, it is both the best Saw movie and maybe the worst. I'm confused. It's the worst if you just cannot stand the gore. Oh, I see. I see. That's yeah. It. <laughs> um, it That's goes... why you watch Saw, though, isn't it? Yes, but it's... Usually... And yeah, I've never really been into them. I've seen the first one and maybe the second or third one. The first one was pretty good. It had the guy from uh, Prince of Thieves in it and from... Uh, 
Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Red Pirate Perry, Roberts. Perry Ewells. He plays yeah. one of the victims. One of the, um, but uh, this movie, uh, it was just like an impromptu um, movie experience. My girlfriend was just like, let's just go to the movie at 6.20. And it was 6.15. <laughs> we went. We somehow made it on time because it had so many trailers. Mm, and yeah. It was at one of the. It's one of these uh, dine like dine in theaters where you have a little table. Oh, cool! And they uh, serve you. You order just at your seat. Uh, so that was fun, and <laughs> may have been under the influence of something or uh, or another because they served <laughs> alcohol there. And uh, I watched the Saw movie, and I there was multiple points in the movie where I was like wait this is actually good nice like a really good story driven this is the first saw movie where uh, tobin bell who he reprises his role as Mm -hmm. jigsaw um known as john kramer 81 years old (laughs) (laughs) and it's crazy that he's had such a long life as an actor you know in smaller roles yeah, he's gonna be known for Saw. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what made him basically famous in his later years. Um, but he's really embraced it, and this movie focuses on him. He's the main character. He's the protagonist, Jigsaw. Uh, okay, like how how could he be the protagonist? Well, first, I, without going to. Uh, too much in the spoilers because I could and it would be a lot of fun to talk about but I think I don't want to spoil this for anybody especially the twists and turns because they always have those yeah but it's like a character study of his character of uh, Jigsaw just as the man Hmm. like for the first uh, portion of the mood first act it's just him you know being diagnosed with his brain cancer tumor and just going in for screenings and then uh there's a couple uh fun uh well not fun <laughs> but a couple couple interesting ideas that they do here that there's a saw trap early in the movie but it's just him imagining it just huh. from one interaction with person uh, this basically this janitor at the hospital was about to steal a dying patient's valuables uh-huh and then he saw jigsaw watching him uh, outside the door and he decided not to do it but <laughs> while that's happening jigsaw imagines the trap he would make for this guy where he his hands are strapped to this uh table and it ha- each of his fingers has a crank on it essentially oh. and he has to turn this dial five times and it breaks his fingers and the twist is if he doesn't do that in like three minutes or something it the he has these vacuums on his eyes that will suck his eyes out. Uh. <laughs> but he just <laughs> imagines it. And then when the guy decides not to steal the stuff, he's just like, good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I do have to be the bearer of bad news. There's no backwards baseball cap flashbacks in this one, oh, even though it is a damn. prequel. Yeah. He should have been wearing a backwards baseball cap the whole time since it was a prequel. <laughs> To make him look young, 
Because yeah. they legitimately have you seen it? They did that in one of the movies. Uh-huh. 70 yeah. something year, year old Tobin Bell and the flashback scene. Short <laughs> long sleeve under short sleeve with a bas- backwards baseball cap for the flashback. No makeup. No that's, <laughs> that's how you make someone look young. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So but this movie takes itself pretty seriously, but it also has fun. A lot of the same cinematographers and editors that worked on other Saw movies worked on this. But this is legitimately could be like the best Saw movie, or at least in the top three. Um, I'm I don't I'm the, I don't know the series too well, but just if you walked in, never seen a Saw movie, it would totally make sense, and you'll find yourself rooting for Jigsaw at first. Then it gets to a point where he's torturing people and it has him and his uh, accomplices, his uh, student, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, you will. Um, but then you're like, oh, no, this is awful. This is terrible. They're cutting their own leg off and, you know, all this stuff. Um, but the antagonist in this movie, it isn't Jigsaw. Um, basically, just to give the short of it. Uh, this movie is, it takes place in between Saw 1 and Saw 2. It's an in-between call. Okay. Which, you know, those are always usually not good, but yeah. this one actually happened to be. Um, and he finds this miracle cure for cancer from what seems to be legitimate doctors, you know, from Norway and stuff like that. And they're like, we will remove the tumor. And if you take this specific uh, set of drug doses that we give you, it works on 75% of the patients. It just costs you basically your life savings. Well, it, the movie kind of presents it in a way where it looks like Jigsaw's getting fooled. Uh-huh. That he got scammed. Because that's what happens. It was a scam. Yeah. They never perform surgery on him. And he finds it out pretty quickly because he would know about any all that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's already started the killing. Yeah. This isn't how he started killing. This is this movie kind of explains like why it escalated so quickly. Mm-hmm. It explains like how he has the facilities and the the money to do all this and you know stuff like that. Um but yeah, he finds out these people have been doing this for like almost 10 years, scamming people out of all their money for just a hoax. Yeah. Uh, a chance at a chance of survival and then he's just like okay i'm gonna jigsaw these guys <laughs> <laughs> and it actually does a really good job of making the antagonist morally like philosophically worse well we could you could get into the philosophy of jigsaw but arguably worse than jigsaw is the head of the whole scam and mm-hmm. it shows that there's some people well at least the movie presents that there's some people that no matter what you put them through they're still going to be the same yeah that they'll just revert as soon as they're free and they're safe they'll revert back to their old ways mm-hmm. and there's a part in this movie where that happens and the turntables the tables turn <laughs> and um uh then you're like, oh my god, is Jigsaw gonna die? But he can't because it's a prequel. Yeah. 
it but it's really cool how it plays out with the twists and everything and it basically jigsaw's like oh i knew the whole time that you were going to do this so i did this and he, he you know he know he has the whole plan. um uh but yeah it does not hold back on the gore whatsoever it doesn't cut away like uh, it barely cuts away and only because it already showed it yeah (laughs) (laughs) it still shows it even if it cuts away to another character freaking out or jigsaw talking to his um like it it does the bare minimum of cutting away to yeah it pretty much shows everything i mean if i explained any of these scenes on this podcast it definitely wouldn't be a clean podcast anymore I can yeah. say that for the odd drunk pod. Um, <laughs> so if you're, if you cannot stomach that's, I had my eyes closed and I use on a lot of it. And I usually keep my eyes open during horror movies, during the killings, because most of the movies I like, it's like slashers where, yeah, it can be gruesome, but it's quick. It's pretty quick usually. But in this, you're having the person torture themselves to potentially save themselves, but nine times out of 10, they die anyways. However, this is one of the only Saw movies I've seen where it shows what he does when someone wins. Yeah. When they do the thing. And as soon as the guy makes it through the, you know, mutilating himself to get free, um, Jigsaw's like, okay, here's the first aid kit. And he starts patching them up immediately. And what's oh. interesting about this one, um, Jigsaw is in the room with them himself a lot of huh. time no puppet tricks i mean there's still the puppet he, yeah he has of course to, you can't he, not he has to have indulge himself yeah <laughs> but he's especially if the main uh leader of this whole uh, cancer cure scheme he's like right there like this is all on you you're making this choice yeah and he you know he tries to claim that he's not killing anybody. They're doing it. They already made the choice that led them to this situation they're in. Um, right. But it does a really good job of getting you to root for Jigsaw and then root against him when he starts torturing people, but then root for him again because what the antagonist attempts to do in this movie is something Jigsaw would never do because he does have his moral, his twisted moral code. Yeah. Um, he would never hurt an innocent. And that's what almost happens in the movie. The antagonists think they win, but then he comes out and he's like, You just got jigsawed. <laughs> comes out in the backwards <laughs> baseball cap. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I would love for that to happen. The classic the, the classic uh, line from the Saw movies. Imagine, yeah, jigsawed. imagine if you change one thing about the Saw movies, instead of doing the puppet stuff, it's just Tobin Bell, he comes out in the backwards baseball cap, and he's like, "You just got jigsaw. You got jigsaw. You got jigsaw." Like a fucked up TV show, like <laughs> pray, like uh, punked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was actually a pretty good movie. Nice, nice. I'll have really to check that out. It's been a Very while gross, since I've watched any of the yeah, Saw movies. Movie. And on. uh just real quick, and before we go to the next uh, topic, uh, I'm only bringing this up now, just so you know, it was influencing my uh, review I just did, basically. 
critic reviews. That's by far by far the highest on a Saw movie and 92% audience. That's not bad. Um, That's not bad. That I mean let's see what some people say. This guy hey, says Hey, hey, cons- considering that uh I'm looking right here. The uh first Saw movie is a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's uh, the for best, the, it was the best one. Yeah. Audience score 84. Yeah, I I agree more with the audience on that one. But uh, here's a good quick review. It's thoroughly unpleasant, but that's rather the point. <laughs> um Saw X wipes that silliness out, positioning itself as a direct sequel to Saw and presenting a singular streamlined story, a revenge that works from a clear channel of logic. Um, It's yet having the chance to see Tobin Bell take a more active role in the narrative is a delight. And what results is a high point for this franchise. I mean, he's in his 80s now and they're just now realizing, oh, maybe we should make him the main character again yeah because they killed him off i think by the third movie and then all his um uh what do you call it the uh what do you call it the people keeping his legacy that took his place his uh replacements not not his replacements uh um it's been a long day. <laughs> his replacements. There's a fancier word. There's a better word to describe it. Um, his protégés. <laughs> protégés. There you go. <laughs> Not exactly what I was saying. Not exactly uh, the right word, but it's close enough. Um, but yeah, they should have had him as the lead. Well, he doesn't have to be the protagonist, but they definitely should have featured him a lot more. Um, great actor, and he does a great job here. He treats it very seriously. Um, oh, yeah, this review describes it perfectly. A serious actor, Bell surely knows this bloody franchise will be what he's best remembered for. And he treats the role of John Kramer, the jigsaw killer, like it's Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. I think that pretty much sums it up. I'm I'm looking at uh just Google the Saw movies. There's between 2004 when the first one came out and 2010, there was a Saw movie every single year. Crazy. <laughs> they really see, pumped I thought, those out fast. And like I said, I did not plan on seeing this. I just went along for the ride to have fun. And it's a, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I, I think it's been a long time since I've gone to a movie with low to no expectations. And then yeah. it actually turned out good. All right. <laughs> um, I still can't do the gore. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, uh, this is one of my favorite horror movies. I'm going to watch it every year multiple <laughs> times. No. Uh, but... If you're into the Saw movies and you haven't seen it yet, definitely give it a watch. Um, if you can handle gore, give it a watch. Even if you can't handle gore, but you like a good revenge story, um, I, I think you would enjoy it. Just close your eyes. <laughs> nice. Even nice. though you might need to cover your ears, too. 
<laughs> last night i was i closed my eyes on certain parts because i just couldn't do it like i could have thrown up with uh you know the drinks and the popcorn yeah no. but i should have covered my ears go go I to a dine-in movie to watch I, saw, to watch saw. <laughs> i'm glad i didn't get a cheeseburger <laughs> jeez <laughs> Well, people are cutting into their uh, heads and legs and all that stuff. Anyways, that's enough about Seesaw. That's fun. Um, oh. Seesaw, cool. that would be a good spinoff. I know they did Spiral. Rec- wasn't that the most recent one? Spiral. Or was it Jigsaw? Jigsaw was, was Jigsaw pretty recent. Then- Spiral a saw story or something like that. It's like a copycat uh, killer. Uh, Chris Rock is the main detective. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty one. It's the. I heard from it was what okay. I read, it's it's the latest in the franchise. Like cr- chronologically, it's the most recent one in the universe. Right. If you care about that, it's a convoluted timeline. By the way, if you look into <laughs> it. <laughs> It, it a lot of a lot of flashbacks, a lot of backwards. Yeah, it's caps. it's not a concept that you you would think would be convoluted, right? Just putting people to, to a torture room to t- you know to redeem themselves. Yeah. Um, no, it seems pretty straightforward. <laughs> they managed to make it convoluted. <laughs> so. I remember there was this. Spongebob parody of Saw like on Newgrounds. I... Huh. I don't remember that. <laughs> or it might have just been on YouTube, but it was in that era, early YouTube era. Yeah. And it was Spongebob and Patrick, and they had to dig a key out of Patrick's belly <laughs> and all kinds of <laughs> I remember <laughs> the... Um... It's probably been taken down. It's Always Sunny did that. Uh, uh, with Charlie oh, McDennis they... too. Or Frank, uh, yeah, Frank tries to turn it into Saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty good. You got anything? I don't have a lot. Uh, I did. I did want to mention because it's been w- what I've been doing this week. I I've been playing um, Metal Gear Solid Five on the Steam Deck, and it is yeah. so good on the Steam Deck. It's just phenomenal. Nice. Um. I love and that game. I was I was kind of like one of my favorite. It has open it's been a while since I've played any Metal Gear. So I had to I had to go and watch a YouTube video <laughs> of like how to, on the Metal Gear time, No, on the time the Metal oh, the Gear timeline. Time oh god, talk about the convoluted timeline. It, it's it's weird. Um and I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Yeah. Venom Snake in The Phantom Pain is a boss that you kill in the original Metal Gear. Yeah, because it's yeah, a, I, this I didn't a realize prequel that. to everything. Yeah. Well, not to everything. Not but... to everything. Snake Eater and there's a few other <laughs> Snake games Snake Eater's in the 60s. Um, yeah. Yeah, Snake 70s. Eater is the canonical first game in the yeah. series. Yeah, um, chronological chronological order yeah yeah and this but phantom pain takes place before um well kind of mostly before um uh uh 
Solid Snake and yeah. Liquid Snake are, I think, even though Liquid Snake does if show you, up in if Phantom you listen Pain. To the, if you listen to the Odd Drunk podcast, and if you have been for a while, you know we do our video games and time series. Yeah. And I won't spoil it, but we're both preparing. And yeah, Metal Gear, <laughs> uh, Phantom Pain. It's one of the games that we're going to be talking about. That's for sure. Um, and there's there's a lot to talk about with that game, but I I yeah. just I I it's one of my favorite games of all time. In fact, when it came out, I proclaimed that it was my favorite game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and honestly, I don't think I was naive to do that because it is it an is amazing game. I mean, it's probably <laughs> one of the best. It's definitely. The best, one of the stealth, best stealth action like stealth action games of all yeah. time. And um it does the whole you can play it stealth or um just guns blazing thing really good, which a lot of pretty good. Um a you lot have, of hardcore Metal Gear fans didn't like you that have you have could... to put some work into upgrading your gear before you can well no, it's not easy to go guns and yeah, but you yeah. can. Yeah, there's it. It doesn't yeah. penalize you quite as much, like and on your score. You'll change story people. outcomes, and you'll change. Um, um, you'll definitely change a lot if you just play like a maniac, and it, that's not. How you oh yeah, it, it it visibly <laughs> makes um, your horn snake, like the horn gets bigger, and you get covered. Yeah. In, you're like permanently covered in blood all the yeah, time. Yeah, because you're bad karma. Um, yeah, basically, if you don't like that, there and... is a mod that makes it so you can just play as Big Boss. But I like playing um... it. <laughs> I like playing it how it's meant to be played. Yeah. But I love the open world, and you know, it's like in Afghanistan and Soviet era. Yeah, the, in the eighties, um, Russians in the eighties, very eighties. That has eighties music. Oh, the best part of the track. best part of the game, yeah. hands down, is you can collect cassette and tapes. I don't know. For I don't know why, but any game. Where you can ride a horse and do combat while you're on the horse just warms my heart. Yeah. Whether it's a gun or a sword, I don't know. For some reason, I open just, world games. I just also appreciate a horse. <laughs> and Phantom Pain does it so well because it there's a lot of times in that game where I legit had like Indiana Jones moments. Oh yeah. I'm on the horse chasing after a tank. It does something. a great job, like, like creating it, like really, really cinematic moments. I was playing it last cinematics, even though I yeah, I was playing it last night. Too. I'm rescuing a prisoner. I'm in a basement, and um, you know, I was doing a really good job being sneaky, but I chose to not kill um the guards. I was oh, doing yeah? a, uh, I was just knocking them out, and one of them. Yeah. Getting was passes. discovered was discovered by a guard and woken up and they alerted everyone and it very quickly turned into like this like i'm like on my back on the ground like with a machine yeah. gun like mowing down people as they come through the floor <laughs> yeah we're gonna have a lot to talk <laughs> and about. i was just like i'm playing it i'm like there <laughs> there goes the the non-lethal mission but it, it that you don't feel like you have to restart you can still keep going and it feels yeah. What I liked about that game uh, that a lot of games try to do but never quite nail it. Some do, but um, I think another game that's a great example of this is um, 
Breath of the Wild or uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea of just this, you, everything's going right until it goes wrong. We're just, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really good at like, all but, of a yeah. sudden, the mutant guys or whatever show up. Like you can and, feel it changes the whole. But well, and, and what's perfect. what's important when a game does does that um, really well is it makes you feel like you didn't fail at the it, first it, part. It just keeps going. It's not script. It doesn't feel yeah, scripted. Like like you didn't. You don't feel like oh I messed up. It's more like no I was doing really well. It's just one thing went wrong and now the hit the fan. Uh, I remember you know. the, this is the last thing I'll say about it, but here's a there's a moment I had where I forget what they're called the the mutant super soldier guys show up. Oh, the uh, the skull, um, the skull, uh, skull uh, unit or something. Or yeah, something I don't know like what that. they're called. The skulls, um, but they showed up. Everything went to hell you know yeah <laughs> they were uh, coming after me and i was out of ammo i was out of my bazooka i was out of anything to really fight them i just had my pistol my stun darts and melee yeah well my knife, combat knife at that point but i was down to only two of those guys and they were like it was so weird th- how the ai worked i don't know they just started slowly stalking me with machetes, like Jason or something. And they <laughs> were just like, like slowly is... coming my way. And the music was escalating. And it felt so cinematic, even though none of it was script. It wasn't a cutscene or anything like that. It was just the AI. It was just the game happening. Yeah. And um, I back, I'm backing up from them, trying to get some headshots in. And I back into an anti-aircraft uh contraption uh like a one of those guns one of those like guns. a cannon yeah yeah cannon yeah <laughs> um turret i back into it. it and i'm like oh my god it saved my life i blew him up with it and i got out of that alive and yeah it does such a good and i yeah other games can do it like the witcher red dead 2 where you have all these moments that maybe are secretly scripted i don't know but it, they do such a good job of making it feel just like the game it's yeah just the I, game. I mean i think that's that's an important thing is i i i see some people talking online about th- this is going to just into a general video game um yeah thing here uh people talk about in video games like when immersion quote unquote is really surface level uh, so I was watching right. some video the other day about Watch Dogs Legion, which is far from a great game. I mean, it's okay. I enjoy it enough. Um, but one cool thing it does is that the way that you interact with NPCs, and I, and I don't mean just that the whole you can recruit NPCs and play as them, but like the game dynamically will create missions based around NPCs and will create information where like oh this npc um was saved by one of your uh um your characters early on so now they like it or this npc was a guard at another base that you knocked out so they really don't like you um or this npc is related to so and so and they it, it generates this sort of stuff and 
I was seeing someone point out like this is they were criticizing it being like this is really surface level. There's not really any actual inter- interactivity and stuff like that. But I'm like, I think that's kind of harsh because it's surface level. But like, that's not the point of the game. The point of the game is to be a maniac running around killing people. Yeah, it's um, just another. Side you know, thing. it's a it's Ubisoft another... open world game. Like, who who yeah. who cares? So it's it's nice to have it there, even though it's surface level, because it does, I think, add something. Yeah. Um. I just heard about the new Spider-Man game because it's getting close now. It's October mm-hmm. now. Um, and Super, the new Super Mario game. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, that looks um, fun. Yeah. But I, I was here, I've been hearing news about the Spider-Man game, different things that have been coming out about gameplay and just mechanics, stuff like that, quality of life stuff. Um, but apparently, much like GTA Five, so like when you switch to the different Spider-Man, it's going to sh- switch you to whatever they're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. he might just be crawling on a wall or in the middle of a swing, or you'll switch in and you'll be in the middle of a fight or something. What what I heard... Um, quickly. Some, and then... That, well, yeah, I was going to say, one of the someone asked one of the developers recently for the game uh, about this, and they said, you can... Say you're swinging around as Miles. You can be swinging around and just dynamically see Peter yeah, doing was, shit in the open world and join I was him. about to mention that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it feels more lived in and like it's not just it turns off the other Spider-Man when you switch. Like it yeah. it's cool knowing that you could swing in and see Peter fighting some guys and go help them, you know, stuff like that. Maybe yeah. a story moment, you know, or, or like, it would be, it'd be cool. If, a lot like, of times if they had a system where, you know, say Peter's swinging around, just, you know, following an AI route or whatever in the city and you get in a fight and then the AI controlling Peter happens to, to swing by close by and then they jump in and start helping you. That would be cool. That would be amazing. And yeah, it's just an AI making him swing by and probably some script goes off that tells well, they probably them to, teleports him that, around. Yeah. Know. Teleports him around, does all this sort of stuff, but the, but who cares? It's it, it makes it when feel... you're in the moment, it feels cool. You would never know unless you broke the camera boundaries. On yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, also, to please the more um, skill-based hardcore guys, like the old school <laughs> Spider-Man guys. Um, the first Spider-Man 2 guys, um, they are giving, there's a toggle for fall damage. So you can have fall damage if you want it. Nice. But nice. if you don't want it, you don't have to deal with it i think that's a good good option i just hope the swinging isn't as floaty yeah because that that's the it it's a little too hand uh holdy but the swinging like where you swing close to the street but you'll never hit the ground it will always push you up um i hope there's a little bit less of that or at least with the fall damage but i would i would i would want to see something know. where like may, maybe you don't have to worry about fall damage but at the very least like if you swing too low you can trip you know you like can tumble. you yeah. can clip a car and, and tumble a little and bit that only ever happens if you if you release the swing button yeah but as long as you're holding that swing button you're going to be swinging and that's how it's designed yeah it's still a great swinging system transversal mechanic but you know they have to make it accessible to people 
I understand. Huh? Anything else for, uh, you want to nope. touch on? I'm done. All right. <laughs> uh, anyways, good morning. Hope you uh, are whenever you're listening. Um, hope you enjoyed. Uh, check us. Check our description for <laughs> link tree. There's a link tree, right? In this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's at least that the, goes to the odd drunk podcast. Yeah, it goes to the odd drunk podcast. Um, give us a rating or review on your preferred, uh, on whatever you're listening to, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, this is our little spinoff show, but I've honestly been really enjoying it. Yeah, uh, it's nice casual. It's been good. Don't always have to come up with something. Just whatever you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do have great stuff coming up on the Odd Drunk podcast, our sister podcast. I get no, just yeah, it's October, so that's October. Yeah, best time of year. Oh yeah, <laughs> we always have fun there. Uh, anyways, see you next week. <laughs>